As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The truth is out there, but they don't want you to know. Learn why on the Rico Dukes They Fear Truth Show as he explores civil rights laws, constitutional provisions, political news, and more. Finding solutions starts with knowing the truth, the real truth. Uncover the truth for yourself on the Rico Dukes They Fear Truth Show. That's the Rico Dukes They Fear Truth Show. Available on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you listen to podcasts. Open your ears, open your eyes. It's time to learn what's really happening on the Rico Dukes They Fear Truth Show. Because y'all been lied to. Our favorite outlets, 
and uh, the people, they eat them for breakfast, they eat their children for lunch, and, uh, you know, uh, us Jews, you know, we gotta, uh, we got to do what we do. The, the, the most important thing to remember between you, Pastor Wickstrom, and me, Rabbi A.B. Finkelstein of New York, that we both have two fathers, and so that's why we look at the world in two different ways. And we know that there's a massive collision that's going to take place between two forces, don't we? Well, that's what your book says. Our book says that we're going to take over the world. Well, I look at you... You're doing a pretty good job right now. Yes, you've done a pretty good job, but you know there's quite an awakening coming. And uh, my father, who's not your father, my father Yahweh, who isn't your father... Of course, your father is talked about by my father in John 8:44, stating that your father was Satan and that you're the descendant of Cain who was the first murderer. And, and you know that's true because you teach it in your synagogue. Well, that's true, but it's not for you Goyim to know. But right now it's too late. It's over for you, white race. So that's why I'm speaking so honestly here, to bring it out into the open so that you can see it for what it is. Uh, you've been teaching uh, the people real good, but they don't wake up, do they? You don't get a lot of followers, do they? Because you know why? They're scared of us Jews. Uh, but anyway, he wrote the book. Uh, people didn't buy the book. People don't want to listen. We've been doing this for thousands and thousands of years, since down to uh, Adam's time. Uh, we take the children of uh, our enemy, which is the white race, and uh, we bring them to the basements in the synagogues where we uh, drain the blood and uh, watch them die there. It's very similar to how we do uh, uh, the, uh, the, the sacrifices that we do with the uh, kosher butchering, and uh, so we do that, and then uh, we mix it with the Passover bread, and so we eat the blood of our enemies. And the bodies, eh, we're not cannibals. So what we do is we take those, because we can make some shekels, and we give them to the slaughterhouses. And those are pounds and pounds and pounds of meat that we grind up in the sausage and the hamburger. And that's why we made those the most popular thing, sausage for breakfast and hamburger for lunch. And so all the Goyamati are really eating their children. And uh, even when we say this outright and tell you people, you don't believe it. So that's that's your problem. You know, I've got a question, and, and I, I <laughs> yes, it is a problem. But but you see, I, I've always wondered how did you Jews ever get control of the I.E. Christian churches in this country? It's always baffled me to a varying degree, Rabbi Finkelstein. Uh, you know, you have your synagogue out there in New York on the East Coast. But I, I'm wondering, how did you ever totally get control of these Christian churches who at one time told their congregations to stay away from you Jews? How did that happen? Well, you know, our father Lucifer, the, the number one thing of all the organizations out there on the earth that we would want to infiltrate and take over of Ugoyim, obviously, would be the churches. So we attacked them first, and we attacked them most. And we infiltrated the Catholic Church right from the very beginning. Why do you think the Pope and all the Cardinals and the Bishops were a yarmulke? The white race never figures this out. 
And so then we took all your books that had all your scriptures in there, and we burned them. And then we wrote them in Latin so that you couldn't understand them. But we understood Latin because we're Jews and we're smart and we're educated. But you, uh, Goyim out there, you never, you never teach yourself. You don't self-teach. Uh, you're always looking for somebody else to do it for you. So uh, you wind up being schleppers all your life. And so uh, anyway, uh, a thousand years later, when the, uh, a bunch of the white race started to wake up in Europe, and they started to leave the Catholic Church, it was a terrible time because we weren't making as many shekels as we used to. So we had to put a stop to it. So the kings that we had in our hip pockets, just like the politicians in Washington, D.C. today, we paid them off to get you declared heretics so that they would crucify you and kill you. But there was too many of you. And the, the West was opening up where the Jews opened up New York and Rio and everybody started uh, going west uh, to the Americas. And so uh, we had to come up with a plan B. And plan B, we formed the Jesuits. It was a nice boy, Ignatius Loyola, Loyola that uh, he started the uh, Jesuits. And so they decided to infiltrate all the Protestant churches out there. And as always, us Jews work our way to the top. And then we take over the money line, the shekel line, the most important line, the lifeline, the gold. And so we took that over. And so... To the public school, we even have you tax yourself from your property so that you never own your property. And uh, so if you don't make your property tax, we're going to take your property. You can bet on that. And we have you put your kid in a 12-year uh, babysitting is about all it does because you don't learn anything. And then by that time... The kids, uh, they get to be teenagers, and then uh, we give them the music. Uh, not that we really want to call it music, because, uh, oy vey, that's not music. But they listen to that, and then they want to do what they want to do, and so we sell them drugs, and uh, we make a lot of money off your children. Your children, from cradle to grave, all we do is make money off of them. Your cattle, your goyim, the human cattle, mazel tov. You know, it's interesting. Yes, uh, I know what you call us, but I, but you know, uh, you may call me Goyim, but I can call you Devil, but you know I'm going to be calling you a good name because that's what you are. Well, that's true. Now, you see, Rabbi Finkelstein, in your synagogue out there in New York, uh, do you have a lot of infighting with the other Jews, the Orthodox Jews and the other Jews? I mean, is there a lot of infighting for the for the money out there in New York? I've, I've heard that there's a big inner war going on now with Jewry. Well, we, we fight a little bit and we argue a little bit. Of course, that's the two most important things we do is complain and get the guilt. And uh, so what we do... We're not really fighting among ourselves because we're both going to make a lot of money. It's just who's going to make a little more on this deal and who's going to make a little more on that deal. The bottom line, though, is we have the Goyim. The Goyim does all the work. The, the Goyim makes all the stuff. Uh, he sells it to us for pennies. We're the wholesalers. We're the middlemen. We mark it way up and sell it to the other Goyim on the retail side. There's an old saying in Yiddish that the reason that God made Gentiles is because somebody has to pay retail. It's not going to be the Jew for sure.
The Jew doesn't pay retail, it's the Goyim that pays retail. We buy wholesale. Well, that's very interesting. I understand it. But I also know the bloodletting. I know that uh, on your Passover, which isn't mine, that a lot of little children do disappear. And I, I, I do know that. And I know a lot of police, uh, police departments and agencies have been informed. But you're very open. You're very open tonight. I'm very surprised that you're talking about the bloodletting of the little children that you put their blood in the matzah balls and that you eat it on sacrifice on Passover. Well, there was a Goyim that wrote a book about it back in the 30s. I forget his name at the moment. Okay, for all y'all who said that... This war in Iraq that took place after the alleged towers of 2001, September 11, 2001, this alleged war, it got very interesting. Um, There were really no Jews in them towers. Can you explain that? Well, spiritually, there were a lot of Jews in the towers. (laughs) A lot of Jews died in those towers, spiritually. Oh, I see. Well, there's 3,000 Jews were not at work that day in those towers. That just gave uh, a lot of people have the impression that the Jewish population out there in New York, I mean New York, was uh, was aware that something was going to happen and they didn't show up for work that day. Yeah, we got a call from the Kahila that uh, uh, Ariel and uh, some of the boys in the Mossad. They got together and they uh, wired up the buildings and they uh, took them down. It, it was going to be a hard thing to take them down anyway because we wanted to build some new structures and the buildings were getting old and it was time to bring them down. This way, we make some shekels by destroying the building. Old Silverman, who was a good friend of mine there, Larry, he got a tufa. He got a tufa one there and he doubled the insurance magically just three months before it happened. And then he got a two-foot hit on it, so he made like four times his money. I should have been in on the deal. He asked me, but I said, oh, I don't know. Let me think about it. It took a little too long for me to think about it, and he pulled the plug. He pulled it, as they say, and so the buildings come down. But at least I got in on the market, and I got, I shorted, I was short uh, American Airlines. I was short United Airlines. Uh, I was short uh, uh, Lloyds of London Insurance Company because they took a big hit. Allianz Insurance Company, I was short them. So I made a few chuckles. Well, let me ask you this. You know, there's a lot of speculation here. You know, I know that uh, that the Jews are thieves and liars of any moral society. Now, <clears throat> I I want to thank you for coming on tonight and talking to me because... I also know that there's no conscience among Jewry. And uh, Rabbi Finkelstein, I, it doesn't matter what I say to you, it's going to bounce off you like water off a duck's back, right? Well, Jews always feel guilt. We've always felt the guilt. We have a conscience. The, the only conscience you have is, is when you can't steal all the money from anyone or any country. Well, you're hitting a little close to home, but you're correct. Now, on a lot of food labels, there's a U and a K. And this U and K, on all uh, food labels, for example, that are sold in supermarkets, etc., is this a Jewish tax that is paid?
whatever I darnest can to bring about healing in, in between nations. And see, you're not talking about uh, the reasons for war. You're talking about the ways to help someone physically and mentally. Okay, now you tell me one, and I, and I said, what am I worth? You tell me one Democrat, you tell me one Republican. Either one of them is going to get up there on the news and say that they don't want the U.S. soldiers to get help. They don't want the homeless to get help. You know why they won't say that? Because they won't say it because they'll never be reelected if they did. explain to you i'm not doubting what you you're saying you don't care i do care you don't care about me you don't care about my people i care about me i care about my people so as for me to stand up and god forbid i step on someone's toes while i'm at it it's not someone's toes you stepped on the entire jewish people's toes with a very deeply inflammatory tweet which i think you've now accepted you shouldn't have phrased that way it's taken a bit of time to get there but i think you have accepted that right have you accepted that you've put no effort into understanding how I got there? I, I don't think, I don't think, honestly, 10 years from now, honestly, I don't think there you're is gonna any apologize to me about this no, I'm interview. Not. I'm not. You're going to apologize to me about this interview within the next 10 years. No, I'm not. Because here's the thing. Mark I don't, my words. I don't doubt you've had. It's his... very one sided. No, it's not. It's very, it's no, very white sided. Oh, come it's on. It's very one sided. It's very like. It's, yeah. not, it's not white-sided. I'm not doubting you've had business issues. I'm saying the way to respond to that is you not to go public me. to millions no, of people me. and you say you're going DEFCON 3 on Jewish no, people. millions but, of people. Right. Millions of people have had DEFCON 3 on their contracts. Right. You millions didn't, of you people didn't say that. Home to their girl you didn't say that. said millions of people. Well, I opened it up. Now, I, I didn't, but now I'm saying it now. Sir. Okay. So now what now I think you should say, I think you Are should you, say to the Jewish people... I'm sorry for the offensive language I used in that tweet. I wouldn't do that again. This is what I really meant. I think people would respect you if you said that. I don't know why you can't just say that. I'll, let me, you, know, you, know, you know when I'll say it? When I sit down with the people who write out the contracts for the NBA and for the NFL and for professional music and for 
uh, acting contracts. We need to go to the top lawyers, the top execs, the owners of the stadiums, the owners of the football teams, and the owners of the record labels. And we're going to put them all in one room. And we're going to read every – let's go top ten in each one of these categories, right? Let's read Michael B. Jordan's okay, but contract. Why would any of that – okay, but why would Donald's any of that? Why bro, would any of hey, that? bro, hey, hey, bro, I ain't finished. I ain't finished my sentence. Nothing you're, nothing you're saying has idea. anything to do hey, boy, with regret. Hey, hey boy. Don't call hey, me boy, boy. Don't finish. I told you. Oh, don't treat me like a boy then. I'm, I'm going to finish my sentence and my idea. Nothing you're saying has got anything to you're do not, with okay. the tweet. Cool. Uh, bro, I was in the middle of a sentence, boy. Okay, so are, are you going to allow me to finish my sentence? Yes. If you then answer my question. Okay, so... Okay, so I'm going to tell people when I would apologize for the tweet. This is what has to happen first. I need all of the top executives in Hollywood. I need the top executives at the NBA and at the NFL. We'll we'll do those two sports specifically. And I want the top executives in music dealing with publishing, dealing with uh, like Spotify and Apple Music and uh, Universal Music and all the top exec, uh, let's do like five top execs there. And I want to look at the top 10 earners in each one of those fields contracts openly. We want to compare and contrast the contracts. And then once we open that conversation and we need to do it on a platform live with lawyers asking questions and we'll and we'll have the top lawyers like a Johnny Cochran, Robert Kardashian level legal team. You know, looking at all of these contracts together. After that moment happens, then I will say, I'm sorry. Okay. If that's your position. Inter- that's clear. Interview, interview adjourned. Love you. <laughs> okay. That's the end of the Really, if you look at what he's trying to say underneath it all, underneath the gibberish, underneath the stupidity, what is he trying to say, really, that he admires the Jewish people? He admires their business prowess. He admires the fact that they take care of each other. He admires that community. And I think that the world stopped looking at us as a as something that needs to be defeated or something that needs to be put down or something that needs to be taken over. And they start looking at us as a model, as a model to base their businesses on, to base their communities on, to base their family lives on. Look, guys, let's call it what it is. The Jewish people have been around for 4,000 years. You're going to pick up something in 4,000 years. It's just natural. jealous because I'm a human being and you want the same for and I'm a competitor I want my people to rise up like the Jewish people I'm a competitor I'm jealous of the fact of how they don't abort their babies I'm jealous of the fact of how they stay with their wives I'm jealous of the fact of how they do business together I'm jealous of the fact of how they read their contracts and understand their contracts I'm jealous of the fact I'm jealous of the way uh, Jewish people do business and I'm jealous not just for me but for our entire culture and I believe that once we rise up that we will have a position to be able to serve God 
God because it's not about taking over the world. God runs the world. We need to be in service to God, and we all need to be in service to God. So I'm jealous. Kanye West on the Holocaust and Jewish uh, a people. Friend, a Jewish friend of mine said, oh, come go visit the Holocaust Museum. And my response was, let's visit our Holocaust Museum, Planned Parenthood. With all Jews and torture Jewish people that I would, it just rings wrong. And, and that's the just thing. like the N word when spoken by people that, that have the same skin color as me. It reminds people of a very dark time. I know if, if Jewish people would accept that I'm Jew, then they would see what I'm saying in a different way. They would hear it in a different way. But see, the people you saying you're Jewish, that no, I'm Jew, not Jewish. Jewish, Jewish means like that of a Jew. I'm saying I'm Jew. You're Jew. Blood of Christ. That Orthodox comes from, Christian. Right.
Truth Federal Government of America was born. Y'all heard what I told them. I want out y'all system. You see, as today, I am out the system. We have our own government. Hustle, nigga, eight hustle, nine hustle, ten hustle. I'm a motherfucker. Some say I fell off. I told them watch my chucks. Endorsement deal shook back a hundred million bucks. She like me did numbers. Now I'm nominated. My goons on. Cause y'all been lied to. Hey, what's up, America? I'm going to tap in on this here real quick. I just want y'all to know something. 
you heard with everything you just heard in the, within this video. But I'm going to give you some key information. Did you know Jewish and Masonic is connected? Jewish and Mason is connected. It's pretty much the same. Did you know that every Jewish that sit on a bench, whether a woman or man, that they are a Mason? Did you know that you could you cannot be a judge unless you are Mason? Did you know that? So now you see the Jews control the system. There'll be no skullduggery, no flim-flam, no compromise, no sellout, no control show. The truth is out there, but they don't want you to know. Learn why on the Rico Dukes They Fear Truth Show as he explores civil rights laws, constitutional provisions, political news, and more. Finding solutions starts with knowing the truth, the real truth. Uncover the truth for yourself on the Rico Dukes They Fear Truth Show. That's the Rico Dukes They Fear Truth Show. Available on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you listen to podcasts. Open your ears, open your eyes. It's time to learn what's really happening on the Rico Dukes They Fear Truth Show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.